to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Feed You Podcast. I'm Elisa Connor, and I'm your hostess. And let me just take a first, uh, take a minute and say thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you, whether you tune in every week or you are a first time listener. I appreciate you being here. I know you have options for your listening, entertainment, and education, and I love that you're here. This is actually the first episode that I have recorded this year. Um, because I batch my episodes. So I'm feeling a little rusty today. I don't know. It's kind of weird um, to be back. <laughs> so uh, we're into the second week of January uh, as I'm recording this. And my kids actually are, have a vacation again next week, which is nuts out of me. I'm like, we just had vacation. Now you're back. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but that kind of throws me off. And I, I'm curious, like how things are going in your business. Like it's, we're a couple weeks in, we're in the year 2020, which always kind of blows my mind a little bit um, when I say it out loud. Cause I'm like, what, 2020, that's like a hundred years away. And I'm like, no, it's now. I don't know if anybody else feels that way. <laughs> kind of, I'm like, I'm a little bit in denial about 2020. Um, Cause it feels like it should totally be way off in the future. But anyway, I digress. So uh, one of the things that I do every year, and I I don't think I've talked about it before, but one of the things that I do every year, and you may or may not adopt the same practice, but I choose a word to focus on with intention each year at the beginning of the year. Last year, my year, uh, my word was flourish. And that was very intentionally chosen because of some big goals that I wanted to reach and some um, stepping out of my comfort zone. And one of those things was definitely getting on this podcast every week and sharing a little bit more about my personal story and also um, things that I'm learning along the way. So it was a great word. And this year, um, not well, it was done intentionally, but um, not initially intentionally. But I have chosen two words because it seems to be the year of twos um, for me. And the reason that I chose two different words is that they were they walk hand in hand with them. And so you may be wondering, okay, so what does this have to do with today's topic, Elisa? Because we're talking about more joy, clients and profit in our business. Well, it has everything to do with that when I tell you the, the words that I chose. And also it has everything to do with you because the words you choose or the word you choose to focus on will direct your energy for your business. So without further ado, the words that I chose, um, the first one is alignment. And I've been working really hard with alignment um, probably for the last two to three months of last year and then also into this year. And by alignment, I mean, I want all of my work, um, what I put out into the world, any kind of marketing, any kind of action, any kind of intention to be in alignment with my sole purpose for being here, my passion, my purpose, and um, 
the higher power that sent me here to accomplish things. I want to be completely in alignment um, with that. And so that higher power to me is God, but that could be spirit, it could be universe, it could be whatever you want to call it um, that's bigger than us and is helping us to get ourselves out into the world and make a difference. So um, along with alignment, I had to choose, well, I did not, I chose the word impact because when I really believe that when you are in alignment with why you're truly here um, and what your true purpose is, you have the opportunity to create massive impact positively, uh, both in your community and the people that you touch um, directly, but also people that you never even realized you were going to touch and change their life, which is my intention behind this podcast is that I want to be able to offer you all the opportunity to make subtle changes in your business and in your life that cause monumental impact. And I'm going to dive into a little bit more about that in just a few minutes when we dig into this week's episode. But I want to give you a preface to the upcoming um, information you're going to hear from our sponsor in just a second. There's a slight change to uh, the date that I'm going to be launching the simple marketing system program and it's done very intentionally um so the commercial will say that it's launching this month it's actually launching on february 2nd which is just a couple days after this the end of this month but i chose that date 2 2020 very intentionally and um so i just wanted to let you know that that is the date that it's launching everything else in the commercial is correct you can go and find out more about the program and also get on the waitlist at elisaconnor.com forward slash sms waitlist now without further ado let's take a minute and hear from our sponsor hey there elisa here I wanted to thank you for a minute for tuning in every week, and I'm hoping that you're listening and learning and getting everything you can out of this podcast. But I'm wondering, do you listen every week and you learn something new and then you just go on about your day and never implement or execute? If you do, if that's you, you're not alone. You're like most typical business owners. You don't have time to figure out this marketing stuff on your own, which is why I'm creating the Simple Marketing System Program to walk you through everything we talk about in this podcast and hold your hand as you go along. People pay thousands of dollars to work with me on a one-on-one basis, but I wanted to be able to offer this to everyone at a price that is amenable to everyone's budget. Since you're a podcast listener, you're getting to hear about this program first. I'm launching it in January, and I'm gonna teach you all the things that we learned in this podcast, including how to attract the people you want to work with, not just everyone how to create your first free download with messaging that converts people into your email list and then into customers. We're going to create we're going to learn how to write headlines that incite people to create to take action and move those people along your sales funnel so that they start working with you and paying you for what you do. We're going to create a system to track what's working and what's not so you can fix what's not working. We're going to automate your marketing process and your customer attraction process so that you can save time, money, and most of all, frustration. We're also going to understand the power of and the ROI of email marketing, and we're going to begin growing your email list because it is the best way to grow your business. And last but not least, we're going to sh- I'm going to show you how to get more customers for your marketing dollars and save you time, money, and get you more leads and more sales. If this sounds interesting to you, I'd love to have you join my waitlist. You can do that over at alisaconnor.com forward slash SMS waitlist. 
SMS stands for Simple Marketing System. And I'll put the link in the show notes. I hope to see you inside. All righty. So let's dive in to this week's episode. And you may be on pins and needles going, mm, what is she going to talk about today? How could she possibly teach me to get more joy in my business? Um, or clients or pro- and profits. We talk about clients and profits a lot, but joy specifically. And um, this the episode contents may surprise you a little bit because it's going to be counterintuitive to what you are normally told about being a business owner and entrepreneur. And so um, first, let's talk a little bit about joy and why joy is so important in your business and in um, the way that you really can be impactful to um, not only your current customers and clients and the people that you introduce yourself to through different content, but through people to people that you may not even realize that they are impacted by you. And so um, an example of that is just this podcast. Like what I have found over the last year is I had no idea how far the reach could be for me to just get out there and share my message and the things that I've learned and my knowledge and um, my experiences reaching to completely different continents and having those people reach out to me and go, oh my gosh, you've made such a huge difference in my business, just sharing what you've shared. And um, how being in alignment with what you do and who you really are helps you not only to be more joyful, but to increase your impact. Now, let me preface that with, do I wake up every single day leaping from bed, excited to do what I do in the world? Of course not. Um, And this is coming off of a week. So I have been fighting a cold or sinus something since pretty much Christmas Eve. And um, I finally got antibiotics this week, but this week was a rough week. Um, This week and last week, super busy. I've been going, going, going since November, really. And finally this week, I ended up getting antibiotics for sinus infection. But um, trying to get rolling again after not feeling well is really a, a feat. And I think it's even harder when you're in business for yourself because you don't have those people, um, unless you have a team already created, but most people don't, you know, as entrepreneurs or solopreneurs don't have a bunch of people that are kind of their cheerleaders to say, Hey, you can do it. Get, you can get rolling. You've got to be very, um, self-motivated to get up and do the things you need to do. And so when I say, you know, you need to find joy in your business, is that going to happen every single day of your life? Well, sometimes it just doesn't happen. That's the reality of it. And, um, but for the most part, what you do should bring you joy of some sort. And so we want to look at ways that we can encourage um, that joy to show up and um, how it's related to attracting more clients, which ultimately increases our revenue and our profits. So the the suggestions I'm going to make and the things that I have found that work for me, as I said before, may seem counterintuitive because we're often told as entrepreneurs, the way to success is to hustle, 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 do more, do more, do more. And that often just leads us to be burned out, um, which is part of the reason I told you the story about me being ill since, you know, the end of last year. And I have a tendency to do this every year. And so my goal for this year is to uh, re 
how, how do I want to say that? I don't want to, I don't want to repeat it <laughs> because this is the second year in a row that I have been really sick in January. Um, and it's because, and I know full well why it happens. Um, usually Q4 in my business is super, super busy. And so when you pile, um, the amount of work that needs to be done on top of all of the extra stuff like Christmas decorations and shopping and birthdays and I have a lot of things that happen at the end of the year um, it's just a lot and I end up going full throttle from the beginning of November end of October beginning of November all the way through January and sometimes it's before that as I've mentioned my kids are in marching band and so um, really if I were to back it up I really am fairly busy starting in August and so it just ramps up even more in November meaning um, that it makes it when I when I continue to do that and I continue to hustle and continue to work I am not giving myself time to rest relax and recharge which is my um, Number one tip is in order to grow your business and attract more people and get in alignment with what brings you joy, you need to find time to relax and recharge. Does that mean you need to lay around and eat bonbons and watch, you know, junk TV? Absolutely. If that's what recharges you, go do it. Um, does it mean, you know, going to the gym and working out like a wild woman on the elliptical or running, um, on the treadmill or, or doing CrossFit? Absolutely. If that's what recharges you because being really, really physical um, is what recharges your spirit, then go do that. Um, if it's a variety of things, like for me, some of my recharges are, I love to be outside and walk when it's really yucky out, like it's been snowing and cold and yucko. Um, I don't necessarily go do that. And so I've got to find a different outlet to make that happen. Um, and so for me, that tends to be writing my, um, my um cycle my cycling bike and doing peloton i didn't give myself the opportunity to do that at the end of last year and i didn't give myself time to recharge i just kept going 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 even on the weekends and all that did was wear me out and burn me out and finally took its toll on my body and made me sick and so when i when i recommend that you relax and recharge it's from experience because I know when I have taken the time to take care of me emotionally spiritually physically and mentally I am at a much better place and actually my business grows faster than when I just hustle 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 and so um, you think I would learn my lesson but sometimes I'm kind of stubborn and it takes me a while so learn from my wrongdoings and do it right so you don't burn yourself out but when you are taking that time to recharge and for me a big chunk of recharging is being creative and whether that's like and i there i have i'm a craft collector like i love to do every kind of craft under the sun and so um I definitely am a stamper and I actually worked for a company called Stampin' Up at one point and so I still love to create cards. I love to create scrapbook pages for my kids um, and just any kind of crafty stuff. Like I love that. I love to try new recipes. So anything creative, if I add that into my week at least two or three times, no matter what it is, and it could be even something as simple as coloring. Um, 
that helps me recharge my brain and my creativity and also recharge my spirit. So when I take the time to do that, which I did not do, so learn from me not doing it. Um, When I take the time to do that, I have way more ideas, I have way more energy, and I have way more enthusiasm for the things that I am trying to accomplish in this world. Now, um, sometimes it's difficult, and I have struggled with this as well, um, separating those two. Um, Because a lot of people think or believe that their business is the only way they can recharge themselves. And so I want to caution you to um, look at it this way. If your business was gone tomorrow, what, how would you um, recharge or reignite your passion to get up and start going again. Because my guess is, is it's not your business. And we can totally be passionate about our business. Don't get me wrong. You should be passionate about what you're doing. But there is typically has to be a way outside of your business that refuels you. And so I want you to take a look and see what that could be. Um, and a lot of times people are refueled just going outside. I I love to be outside and I'm. it's actually beautiful weather today. It's um, a little bit windy, but it's really nice weather. So I'm probably going to go for a walk. Even though um, it's a little bit windy, I just need to get outside and breathe the fresh air. That's part of my recharging. But um, so it could be getting outside. It could be, you know, doing some vigorous exercise. It could be doing something creative, whatever that is. I just want to encourage you to put that into your schedule on a regular basis. And um, I have a, I know you've heard me talk about Liz before. I have a friend who always um, includes me on different classes that she has offered. And so I'm going to make it part of my intention this year to at least get in there and um, join a craft community of some sort to just get out and socialize and make some new friends and also um, dedicate some time to being creative again. So Liz, look for my call. You'll be, I know you listen, so I'll be calling you to find out what classes you have going on. Um, So that's number one is to relax and recharge. And um, when a lot of times, like when we're stressed out in our business, we tend to think, um, we need new clients, we need new clients, we need new clients, Um, I need more customers, and we get wrapped up in the um, stress about that. Well, I wanna um, throw something out at you, and I know I've said this before, but what we focus on is where our attention goes, and where our attention goes, we get more of. And so if we can stop for a minute and look at, you know, what's going on in our, business and in our life that's stressing us out. Like if I would have stopped and said, you know, in November, hey, I'm doing too much. You you better take some time off and some downtime. My dad used to call it kickback time, or you're going to get sick again. Instead of just pushing myself, I probably could have avoided getting super sick for three or four weeks. And so instead of focusing on go, 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 go all the time. Next time I get into that habit, my intention is to stop, breathe, 
and ask. And um, when I say ask, it's to ask myself, what do I actually need to be doing that's best for me right now? And where do I need to be focusing my attention? Because where our attention goes is where our intention goes. So um, thinking about how you can stop kind of the um, hamster wheel (laughs) <laughs> the words are not coming today, folks. So like, I, I don't, my brain is just kind of, uh. but the hamster wheel of, you know, um, doing and instead stop, take a breath and say, Hey, what is it I really actually need to do right now in order to do a better job of what I'm doing? Because a lot of times that will be to relax and recharge. I wish you guys, I should start recording this when I record the podcast because I make all these hand motions and stuff and it's actually pretty hilarious <laughs> looking at myself. You guys would probably find that pretty funny. Um, so yes, there's hand motions, there's drawing with my hands. It's very kind of ridiculous, but um, maybe I'll do that if you guys want to know. If you guys want me to record that, uh, let me know over on the website and all, or on the, uh, on probably, yeah, probably the Facebook page. And I'll, and I'll start recording these so you can see my crazy antics. Okay, so let's move on to the second step. And uh, this is a big one. And this took me a long time to kind of get over. But a lot of times in our business, we'll set goals or we'll have ideas. Um, and they follow this train of thought. Um, I'll be happy when my business is making six figures. I'll be happy when I have X number of clients. I'll be happy when um, I've reached success in my business. And that can be very vague. And I want to encourage you instead to be happy now because we often think that the results of what we are going to get will bring us happiness. And in reality, happiness only exists in our mind. And the way um, that we find that happiness is by one, being grateful for what we already have now, but two, realizing that we have control over our happiness. And control comes from taking 100% responsibility for everything in your life. Now, that may be a hard pill to swallow. And there are people out there that will not want to hear that because they're like, well, what about this? I can't do that. I can't, um, you know, be responsible for having cancer. Well, no, you can't be responsible for that. I mean, technically you can because it's a lot of times lifestyle and choices that were made years and years before. But I don't want to go down that path. But what you can be responsible for in that scenario is your response. And there's a quote out there that says 98% of life is um, not what happens to you, but how you respond to what happens to you. And we 100% have control over our thoughts and our and are the words we say to ourselves and to others and also our actions. So um, I want to encourage you to realize that you have 100% control over your happiness right now. Does that mean you're going to hit it out of the park every single day? Probably not. Does that mean I hit it out of the the park every single day? Absolutely not. Um, Because we're humans. Like it's it's hard to be this 100% happy person all the time. But aiming for that is really setting the intention to be happy now and not have it only exist because of results that you receive. And so um, 
focusing on the little things that make you happy. And so maybe for me, that's making chocolate chip cookies this weekend because I don't like I don't need a cookie, but I really love to bake. I really love baking and my kids love to bake. And so it's now become not only a um, something that I enjoy, but it's become a family activity because they're like, oh, I want to do this or I want to try that. And um, my oldest loves to watch cooking. I, I really need to look up this guy's show name because I always refer to it and I don't know the real name, but it's like cooking with Badish or, but anyway, it's one of the YouTube um, guys and he always finds recipes on there. He's like, hey mom, can we try this out? And I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. Um, so, you know, those little things that just bring a little spark of joy into your life and focusing on those more and more so that they grow. Because again, what you focus on will grow and where you put your attention, so goes your intention. So um, step number two for finding more joy and clients and profits is to get out of the mentality of you'll be happy when this, this or this happens. Um, And when you're looking at that from a business perspective, and you're trying to uh, attract more clients that are similar to what you have now, or maybe it's different than what you have now, don't focus on what you don't like. Focus instead on what you do like about the people that you get to work with and the things that you do with them that you really enjoy. And so there may be pieces of your business that you're like, I have to do that. Like for me, I am not, um, I do not love accounting. I just don't love it. I will do it, I'm good at it, but getting it ready for my accountant every year is um, not my favorite. And I put it off and I just don't, uh, it's just not my favorite thing to do. But instead of focusing on that, if I instead focus on, oh, you know what? I am so lucky that I get to do accounting because that means I made money this year and that means that I had an increase over last year. And not only that, but the bigger impact is I got to help these people grow their business and change um, things in their life and you never know what that impact is but the more you can focus on that or find out how you've impacted their business the easier it is to grow the joy around that and also um, bring to you more of that joy as you uh, want it to appear in the future whether that's in similar clients or the work that you're doing, you want more of that or whatever that looks like. So um, that's step number two. Step number three is always to look for opportunities to serve and be a value to your audience. And you've heard me say this many, many times before, but if you really want to grow um, your business and increase the number of people that are in your business, you need to one, be very, hypersensitive to who your audience is and then more importantly or as importantly is what are they struggling with because as soon as you can figure those two things out the quicker you're going to resonate with them and be a they're going to be attracted to you and um you start solving their problem and they're going to immediately want to take the next step with you. And I find this, like I have so many people that go through my welcome series for my um, free download on my website that they'll come back later if I have a conversation with them. And typically I do. Um, They'll come back and say, oh my gosh, your emails were like, you just were writing them directly to me. Like I totally, and I was like, that's because I have taken the time to get to know my clients and the people I want to serve. And does that mean I know them 100%? No. Am I always fretting about it? Yes. (laughs) 
but that's part of business is like, I want to know them more and more and more. And the more I know, the more excited I get and the more, um, enthralled I get about helping them. And so I want that for you too. And then, um, something that most entrepreneurs either they, they do it and they don't realize they do it, or maybe they don't do it and they're struggling is that they don't focus on that one hiccup that their ideal client is having that nobody's solving. And so I wanted to give you a couple examples of uh, what I mean by that. And so I'm going to, it's kind of like a guessing game, but I'm going to tell you guys the answers because this isn't live and you can't guess because it's a podcast, but kind of guess in your mind and then you'll, I'll give you the answer at the end. So, um, my first example is that there, uh, this is a company that, um, came up with a solution for people that can't typically drive by themselves or they don't want to drive. They thought cab rides were really expensive. Um, they didn't want to rent a car when they were in the city. Um, and they looked at all these problems and they're like, Hey, I know a solution to that. I know a way that we can give people transportation or get them from A to B. Um, for a reasonable cost. And it will not only that it will employ other people to do that. And so what did we end up with? The solution was Uber and Lyft. And I don't know about you guys, but I use Lyft. I typically use Lyft, but I've used Uber previously too. But it is um, in most of most of the country and even most of the world has become a phenomenon of ways to get uh, to where you need to go, especially in cities. I know there are some, um, rural, more rural cities that it's not quite as prominent, but, um, Uber and Lyft both looked at a a problem that was going on in the world and that nobody was solving and they came up with a solution. So I want you to think about how that could apply to your business and the people that you want to help. Like, how can you look outside of what's going on in your um, industry and the people that you want to help that isn't being solved and how can you come up with a solution? And so the second example I have, um, I wanted three of these, but I only came up with two. Um, But the second example I have is especially this time of year, uh, a lot of people are wanting to lose weight, go on a diet and change their physical appearance in some way. They don't have time to um, track their food. They don't understand the point system. They don't want to go to meetings. Um, They feel kind of ashamed, but they know they need help. Um, They probably need some hand holding and they needed they needed a system that was easy. They could take on the go and that they could um, have access to when they had time for it. And so the solution is an app called Noom. And Noom has done a really great job of reaching out to an audience, a very specific audience who I just described, who are busy, who still want to lose weight, who need some hand holding, um, that don't have time to go to like a, a a weight loss meeting, who don't want to stand up and tell everybody how much weight they had, who don't necessarily want everybody to know their business, but they still need some hand holding and some coaching and some help and some accountability. And so Noom created a solution that is on the go that offers um, all of the things that those people want in an app. And so again, looked at a at an industry that looked like it was very saturated by many 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 different companies and came at it from an outside perspective so that's really what i want you to think about in your business in order to um, align with your audience but also align with your skills and how you can serve that audience 
And then I have a bonus tip because it's the new year and I just feel like giving more. But um, so bonus tip number four, I have alluded to um, previously in this episode, but it's to be really intentional with your business, not only how you take action in your business, but in how you think about your business and how you talk about your business and how you show up in your business. And what I mean by intentional is, is really to, you know, be aware and aligned with where you're focusing. Um, some some action tips I have here for you are to, there's so many people that talk about marketing and how to market your business and how you need to do this and you need to do that and you need to be here and you need to be on this platform and da 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 And basically that it equates to a lot of times a business owner feeling like, oh, I'm doing everything wrong. Like, wh- what do you mean? I have to do all these things. I've been doing it all wrong. So... I, I kind of want to break into a rap song because I can't, <laughs> just that's how my brain works. It's like, stop what you're doing uh, because that's a rabbit hole and you don't need to go down that rabbit hole. But ultimately, I want you to stop doing and start setting an intention. So if you really want to reach your audience, I want you to think about, okay, where is my audience? Where do I really need to be? in order to reach them and are they there and when are they there because i have um i even have clients now that will be launching a product and they go and they do a facebook live in the middle of the day well their audience isn't there their audience is at work and i'm like that's the problem is like you're trying to talk to an audience that you are not even in front of and they're spending a lot of time and energy and focus and they're like, well, this is what works for me. I'm like, okay, what works for you is not serving your audience. And so being really intentional about what you're doing, why you're doing it, and does it actually set in motion the next steps for those people to move forward and work with you. Um, Because a lot of times we'll invest in marketing because somebody said, this is the hot new thing to do. But in reality, we just start doing that. For example, posting on Instagram, but we don't have an audience on Instagram. We don't have any steps for them to take. We're just posting pictures because we like them and they look pretty. But in reality, is if your audience isn't on Instagram or you're not giving them a call to action to take the next step with you, whatever that might be, you're wasting your time and energy. And I don't want you to do that. I want you to be intentional about the actions you're taking. I want you to be intentional about the results you're aiming for. And ultimately, I want you to get out of the habit of just being busy to pacify your ego and and waste time. Because you can spend your entire day doing things in hopes that it's going to lead you to a customer. When ultimately, if you did some very clear strategic things um, to grow your business, your business would grow. And so get out of the habit of just being busy to be busy because it's not helping you grow your business. It's making you crazy. It's probably making you tired. It possibly could be making you sick. And um, your intention is not clear. And so when your intention is not clear and you're just doing to do, the universe doesn't know what to bring you. Um, It doesn't know how to help you and your resources and your, um, the people that need to find you are not going to be able to find you. So I want to leave you with, however, on the upside, um, regardless of what you're doing right now, 
you're doing great. From the simple fact that you are a business owner, you're showing up, you're learning new things, you're tuning in, and you're willing to be coached. You're willing to learn new things. And there are a lot of people out there um, that I meet on a regular basis, actually, based on some different um, work that I do, that they don't do that. They just, this is where they're focused and they can't understand why people aren't buying from them. They can't understand why they're not seeing change in their business. And ultimately it's because they are not willing to change. They're not willing to take um, chances. They're not willing to show up. They're not willing to learn new things and that's not you. So that's what I'm gonna leave you guys with this week. The wrap up of this episode was, Four different steps you can take. Number one, you need to find some time to relax and recharge. Number two is to remember to be happy now, to get really clear and focused on you're happy now and this is what makes you happy. And number three is to look for opportunities to be of value to your ideal clients in your audience. And number four is to get really intentional about your business. So take what we're what we talked about today go implement one thing come tell me about it on the facebook page and i will see you next week in the meantime have a great week take care just a quick reminder that the sms waitlist is now open if you're interested in joining that course where i walk you through every step of your marketing so you can attract more clients and convert them into customers go check it out alisaconnor.com forward slash sms waitlist see you soon